0: All right, thanks for joining us for another Beholder's Eye Ravenloft Side-Eye Thingamajigger. Um, Where we left last time is our team through the house, uh, just kind of exploring while the two investigators they came across were setting up a seance room. Uh, As they were doing some exploring, they came across a delicious treat in the kitchen, a creepy hand that started coming out of the oven there itself and um, they decided to flee that area and moving around, looking into an old lapidated tower, they could hear some screaming um, from the top as if someone was jumping off a roof that was no longer there. And as they exited that room, they entered a uh, room that had some busts on there, some nice artwork. The house seemed to be fairly active at this point, and as far as spirits are concerned, and actually some of the bus, four of the bus came alive and started attacking our team. Um, and so we left in the middle of combat. Uh, today, as we know, with any of the Ravenloft, we've we've got our lineup that changes a little bit from time to time. So let's address that real quick. Um, ben, let's uh, talk a little bit real quick. Remind everybody who For Ipsum is, and um, you know they're they're race. That's all that fun stuff well my name's four Four
1: Ibsen, but you can call me four and i am a social changeling um currently i cannot control the changeling part because i am in fact reborn
0: but and I'm also about it, to die <laughs> again uh, uh, and, and so as far as um uh, you know what four liked in, in life or in the afterlife whenever four was really sad and had like a really rough day just needed a nummy snack to make him feel better or if, what uh what kind of snack would four eat Well, what really got me going was gummy bears. Gummy bear. Okay, great. Um, Ryan, why don't don't you tell us a little bit about your character? Um, Give us the the rundown as well on Butters.
2: Butters is a fairy, hexblood, hexblade warlock. He is very full of himself, comes from a long, prestigious line of very important fairies, and considers everyone else below him and likes to let them know that.
0: All right. And... um, So if he were to drink a soda, would would he go for the diet or does he go for full sugar? Full sugar. (laughs) Why would he deny himself luxury? That's a very good point. That's right. Rich, but rich in sugar. Um, All right. So I don't know what that means. Anyway, um, Sam, why don't you tell us, remind us a little bit about uh, Riley slash Horace. Horace.
3: Um, yeah. So I'm playing, uh, Riley slash Horace tonight. Um, they are a dampier, uh which, you know, may or may not be inhabited by the souls of two separate individuals. So, um, yeah, we might or might not be a vampire
0: sometimes. So, uh, would you say that uh, Riley or Horace, <laughs> uh, probably an answer for each one of them, um, are, are they more of like a, a rom-com fan or more of like an 80s action movie fan? Oh, so
3: so Riley is totally a rom-com fan. Um, absolutely um, loves them because he feels like he would never find love himself.
0: Um, Horace loves when things explode. Great. Thank you very much for that. I think that adds a lot there. So, all right, we're <laughs> going to start right now. Uh, for Ipsum just uh, failed his saving throw. He's now frozen by the petrifying bite of one of the floating busts, right? No? No, I actually saved against that. I, I said that wrong. He saved against it and is no longer petrified. <laughs> um, <laughs> we take this very seriously. Um, and <laughs> is is now the beginning of uh, the round. So we're going to go with Riley Horace. It is now your turn and uh, everyone around you. Riley and Horace, of course, takes the spot of DW, and it's like DW was never there, and it's always been Riley and Horace. All right. What are you doing? You got the top of the round. So since it looks like um Horus is
3: directly next to one of the evil busts, what yes. he is going to do is he is going to reach um to where the the slashes on the armor on his chest and going to reach in and pull out a bloody sword. Um it's Ooh. it's a, it's a it's a long sword, but it he literally pulls it directly out of the wound in his chest, and he is going Ooh. to take a swing at it um, with Green Flame Blade. So as he kind of swings it, the blood that is spread up, uh, across it bursts into flames. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. All right, cool. Okay, so how does it work? Um, so I'm gonna make a weapon attack, and it should hopefully work there. Okay, let's swing Life Drinker. Uh, twenty-one to hit. That hits. Okay. Uh, for eight slashing damage, plus one D8 fire damage, plus three fire damage onto it. And that is all considered
0: magical. So how much is you? you everything's considered ma- magical, including the 21?
3: Yeah, so it should be um, uh, eight, um, 11 damage total. Three of it's fire, eight of it is slashing.
0: Um, and what does it look like as the bust is is destroyed?
3: Um. So, so literally what happens, is, um, kind of Horace looks like he's a little bit confused, you know, almost like there's been some weird, like, time shenanigans going in and out, and he goes and pulls that sword directly out of his chest, and in one sweep, the blade bursts a light into flame, and you can see it's hot enough that it actually, like, sizzles through that bust, and you can see the hot stone, almost like a lightsaber cut through it. <laughs> Super <laughs> weird. I, I don't know why it would be that hot, but it is now.
0: Do It's awesome. That's that's why, that's great. Okay, cool. All right, Um, anything else? What else you doing there, Horace? Um,
3: since he is not directly next to anything that is dangerous, I think he will move towards something that is dangerous. So he's going to move about five feet to the west and kind of post up right next to another bust in order to try and pull some aggro. Very nice.
0: nice. All right. So what we've got right now, we've got the um, busts are up and attacking. Um, So first of all, um, I continue just rolling above the board because I enjoy that, and go. So the first one that is right, we've got one that is right next to four Ipsum, is gonna be attacking right away. Oops. Uh, does a 12 hit? It does not. Okay, so that one misses. The one that you sidled up to, to get all aggro with, um, their Horus is attacking, does an 18 hit? Uh, most certainly it does. Okay, so it's going ahead, it's gonna head and uh, go, going to bite you, so. Take seven points of damage. Oof. Okay, got it. All right, so we've got um, uh, another one of the busts is going to come around and attack Horus, and let's just do that one first, and then I'll have the the final one attack our boy um, four. Does a 20 hit Horus? A 20 definitely hits (laughs) Horus. Okay, take another two points of damage, and you know what, I I made a mistake last time, so you're gonna get away with it, but this time um, I'm gonna include all the damage that's supposed to be there. So go ahead, and you're gonna take two points of piercing damage and you're gonna take another nine points necrotic damage
3: um okay okay (laughs) um not looking too good guys
0: yeah the cr (laughs) system really works extremely well this is cr one half um so okay we're gonna go ahead the half should have a 2d6 attack Yeah, and this is the vanilla there were like three different options for the different types of, of bus these can be here <laughs> with different powers and this is the most vanilla easy one. Um, yeah, all right, I went gonna... from twenty-seven hit points at full to nine. Yeah. Say welcome to the club. <laughs> all right, and we're gonna do the other bus is gonna come right up to um four ipsum and is going to attack. Does a nine hit? It does not. Okay. Well, it didn't do much of anything. All right. And that is the bust's turn. Butters, you're up.
2: I'm going to stay up high because that seems a lot safer than going down to where everyone else is. But I'll... Which one of the two next to... Um, i remember Sam's name. Uh, Riley or Horace. Either one. Either or use them. Do, do either of the busts look more damaged? If so, I'll, sh- I'll hit
0: that one. Um, no, I, none of them are, are, are damaged at this point. They're all they're all okay. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll just blast um this one here. Okay, twenty four to hit. <laughs> yeah, that
2: hits. <laughs> Twelve points of force damage. Ooh, nice, almost mad. All right, what's what does it look like uh, as you destroy this? It just blasts a hole straight like a pinprick hole goes straight through it
0: and then it just crumbles away. Nice, nice. All right, uh, so that's me. That's you. All right, four. Ipsum, your turn. You No longer, no longer petrified. What are you, what are you doing? All right. Um, they're like, uh, oh no, I'd have to move anyways.
1: Okay. Um, I am going to cast burning hands on the two that are, one is attacking me and one is attacking Horus. I'm trying oh, those two right there. So they need to make a dex
0: save DC 14 or take 17 fire damage. Okay. Um, just making sure there's no one communities or anything. Okay, cool. And a deck save. I mean, I was hoping there's no immunities, but I also, know, <laughs> these are yeah. crazy creatures. Um, let's see. All right, DC 17, only a plus one on this, and this is for both of them? Yeah, it'll, it'll get both of them. I got a nine and an eight. They both fail. Excellent. So they both take 17 fire damage. All right. What does it look like as, uh, wait, so you're hitting two with your burning hands? Which two? This one? Yeah. Um, yeah, these two. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, that that is perfectly fine. Um. With that 15-foot cone. Yeah. Okay. I was saying you're going to hit Horus, but now you can definitely. To angle that. I can I angle it, it towards the wall. So, yep, you're fine on that. So, okay, what's it look like as you destroy both of them? Um, so they
1: just immolated. They just burn up in the fiery heat of my burning hands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. The uh, we we got some like I can't even. I, I was gonna say I was trying to think of like some flowery artist or writer to describe, and I, I can't even think of that this morning. This is this is uh, definitely the Monet mo- of-, <laughs> mo- of death descriptions. <laughs> the Monet of death descriptions. It's very impressionistic. Um, all right, so all right, we've got one left, and it, it's coming right for you. It, it's right up on you there, Mister um, uh, Ipsum. So, oh,
1: just for fun, remember you can roll on the the um, wild magic stuff anytime I cast a spell of first level. Or higher. Oh, just okay. in case you want
0: to. <laughs> Why not kill let's, us all? <laughs> let, let's do that after this one, because so. okay, does a fourteen hit you? No, all right. Well. <laughs> Maybe I should have done the, the wild magic because nothing happened for for the DM that round. All right, your turn, Butters. What are you up to? Um, are we all gone.
2: I don't see any left on my screen. This one is. Oh, there's one. Uh, oh, uh, the fifteen hitter. it. Yeah, a fifteen. Actually, a fifteen misses. Um. Uh, well, damn. I'm gonna stay up high. <laughs> and that's me.
3: All right, Horace. Um. Okay. Um. So, uh, Horace is gonna move up to the thing closest, and he is going to first use his bonus action ah there's only one left am i worried about dying to the last one maybe maybe <laughs> if i can't kill it outright Super worried. um <laughs> okay We'll swing Life Drinker back at it. Um, All right, so cool. A 23 to hit. Yes, it does. We're rolling, We're rolling good today. Yeah, um, for are. For 12 slashing damage and six fire damage.
0: From the green Blade flame blade. All right. What's it look like as it's destroyed? Um,
3: This one, he kind of rolls towards it and he jabs the sword out and like pierces straight through the stone with this like molten hot blade and it just kind of drops out of the air since it's a floating bust head.
0: Wait. Okay, so you guys are in this room. You hear the wind blowing um, from the open wall right here out from the tower that you, uh, that you recently explored. And as the last bust falls, you also hear the scream once more as if somebody is jumping off the tower. Right over here would be the doorway to exit into the main hall that you guys came from. Um, and that's really it right now. You guys just heard that scream the wind blowing, and you can hear a little bit of the two investigators, maybe making some noise, knocking some candles around candlesticks or something as they're setting up the room for the seance. What are you doing?
3: Um. Well, I, uh, since we're done fighting, uh, Horace will get the sword and literally plunge it straight back into his chest, <laughs> and it stinks and, like, sizzles through
2: the wound. Really doesn't seem very healthy. Huh? Actively stabbing yourself seems counterproductive.
3: Why would somebody stab themselves?
2: Well, I don't know about you, but that kind of kicked my butt. Uh,
3: yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling too hot. Um, I'm
2: high uh, above. I feel perfectly fine. Of course you do.
3: Uh, um, well, we can maybe take take a nap maybe? Would that make us feel better? I always love to take a nap.
2: I could do some shut eye indeed, but uh, if this is the best place to take a nap. That's rather unsafe as we've already been attacked. Perhaps we go we're back out to like the,
3: the foyer and the safety and numbers type of thing. Well, seeing as we were just attacked, right, it would be highly unlikely we'd be attacked in here again in a really short period of time. Now it's but, safe, right? We do have that giant
1: hole in the wall, which anything could come through. Oh, yeah, I completely forgot about the
3: hole in the wall. <laughs>
1: that's all right
3: riley yeah yeah you know it's almost like i'm not here sometimes um okay well maybe we can go somewhere somewhere safer and then um you know see see how they're doing with the with the seance yeah and take a couple
0: winks in the meantime
3: yeah maybe even just an hour of shut eye you know that would be (laughs)
0: nice All right, you guys make your way back to the parlor and you see uh, Irina and Ez still in there, the two investigators. It looks like they have almost everything set up at this point. They see you and Irina says, oh my word, what happened to you? Well,
1: we did get attacked by some
0: busts for no reason at all. Really? Indeed, they were floating and trying to chomp on us. Interesting. And then Ez, the tall man with her, says, ooh, well, this might be the perfect time to do the seance, then. It sounds like the activity in the house has risen up. We might be able to contact the spirits here. And Arena says, yes, and maybe even free some of these tortured souls. Before we
1: bring any more souls or spirits here, do either of you have any means of healing us? Both Riley slash Horace and I took quite a beating.
0: Um... Yes, we we actually do have a few potions that we can give you here, so uh, everybody will get um, a healing potion, just standard. Okay,
2: do I want to drink that straight away? Sure, I'll do it. Who had the candles we needed as well? I I wrote two candles down, so... I don't know if Kim had any of them.
3: I've got the other candle. Yeah, that's right.
0: Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Riley definitely picked it up. We all remember (laughs) it and so it happened. (laughs) Okay, so I'm gonna heal eight, eight from
3: that, uh, from that healing potion as soon as they hand it to me. Um, Riley will pop it open and drink it, and he'll make like a, a weird, like puckering face that it looks like it tastes disgusting. I will have four healing. Six. Oh, plus, plus two
1: D
0: four plus two. Okay, so six healing. And, oh, I guess Butters doesn't need to take anything, does he? Doesn't all need right.
2: to take it, but he's not offering it to anyone either. He's keeping it for himself. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> now that I have my sea invisibility on, do I see anything else
0: in this room? Or oh. into the ethereal world? Let me see if there's anything that's hidden here. Um, do, 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 do. No, you don't. Um, no, you don't really see. No, there's nothing hidden in, the, in this room at all. Okay. All right. Um, So, they say, All right, if you're ready, then we should begin our first seance and see if we can communicate with the spirits here. What? Um... Yeah? Here's some candles. You need them, right? Oh, we do. Thank you so much. Yes. We were so excited about the fact that you experienced some activity. We almost forgot we needed those. All right. And they take the three candles, and you see a little uh, candelabra in the middle of the table. And they take the actual candles themselves and stick it in the candelabra as says a few words in uh, a uh, in elvish just invoking the spirits and then arena lights each candle saying we welcome you to our table we welcome you to our table we welcome you to our table and as you sit there each one of you holding hands the wind starts to pick up you start to hear kind of uh or you start to hear the running in the hallways that you heard before there's some laughter of children. You smell baked goods once again, as well as some burning flames. A scream of somebody jumping out of the tower now is even louder. The planchette moves across the board, uh, across the spirit board. And once again, you see, um, er, the uh, er, what's her name? Rihanna asks, who is this? And you get the name M-A-R-A-S-I-L-V-R-A. Mara Silvra. You'll remember she's the one that you all said that you would uh, follow to protect whenever you were in the the room with the um, stained glass in it to protect her from the raiders and devoted yourself to her. So she's clearly communicating to you all through this board. The letters themselves, once they identify who they are, Irina asks, And what do you want from us, Mara Silvra? And the planchette then moves the skull image across the spirit board very quickly. And it says that they must free her consciousness from the house. Irina asks, how do we do this? And she says, evict the chimney witch. <laughs> the chimney witch. <laughs> I didn't write that. Well, don't let me know. <laughs> um, <laughs> The wind dies. All the spiritual activity around the house seems to stop. And the candles blow themselves out. Seance is done.
3: Well, this fine noble woman seems to be trapped in her own home by the chimney, which... Where is this chimney?
1: Did we um, see a I, chimney
0: while we were up there? You actually saw a chimney um, in the kitchen that went through the whole house. That's where the hand was sticking its... That hand came out from. Um, right. And so you would assume it's it's a multi-story house that that chimney goes all the way up through the house with probably <clears throat> multiple fireplaces. Yeah, I do recall seeing that chimney, which was probably like five minutes ago.
3: Hmm. <laughs> Maybe we should burn her out. We could,
1: or we could just try talking to her. Supposed to evict her, right? Say, hey, your rent
2: is way past due. Should give notice first. We shouldn't just stray evict. it.
3: Oh, I thought they meant evict her from this life. Well, perhaps we did not
1: ask the right questions to this ghost. Hmm. Perhaps this ghost is not even this Mara Silva. Could have been playing a, a ruse on us.
3: Well, yeah, that is a fair point. We could be getting tricked. What if the witch is a nice lady? You know, some of them give out candy. I did not know that. Yeah, I heard a story once about a super scary witch, but she fed people candy and that you should always take candy from witches. I think you missed the point of that particular story. No, no, any other any other option in that story would have been terrifying.
2: You're absolutely right, Riley.
3: Okay, well, are we going to go make friends with the witch then, so we can tell her to leave?
2: We should at least go and see the witch first before attempting
0: to unlife her. Indeed. All right. You guys make your way... Um out to the kitchen. Once again, as you saw from before, there's a rack suspended from the kitchen ceiling, which has crashed down now and is crushing a table underneath it. You see scattered rusty pots and pans all over the kitchen and a sizable <laughs> iron stove is built on the north wall. And of course, once again, it's a place with several um, with several doors leading out of the room. So what, what do you all want to do?
1: Are the uh, ghost hunters coming with us? Or are they um, doing something They're else? not unless
0: you asked them to. Okay, guess we should have talked to them about that. <laughs> Not that big of a house. I,
3: I, I'm sure they would love to come to serve this eviction notice.
1: So I'll go back out and look over the balcony and say, hey, are you joining us?
0: Uh, if you'd like us to, we'd be thrilled to see this. I, 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 and Iriana says, yeah, I would love to see, uh, I guess an eviction or an exorcism. That sounds incredible. I'm, I'm excited to document this. This seems amazing. And so they will follow you in, into the <laughs> kitchen. Do they seem you walk,
1: scared? It, like, are they, yeah, I mean, are, are they scared or and they're just, like, passionate about finding ghosts or?
0: Yeah, think of them like if you've ever seen, like, Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures or any of those shows where the people are just, you know, like, really kind of nerdy about finding ghosts and they're super excited about it. They want to, you know, it's, it's like a scientific approach, but it's also fun and exciting for them. Not saying those shows are like science, but you know what I mean. Like they're, they're trying to figure out what's <laughs> right. going on, and uh, at least that's the premise of the show. Okay, but are they are
1: they like strapped? Are they
0: they look capable? I don't even remember. Um, well, they're they're dressed in just kind of more everyday clothes, like adventurers' kind of clothes. They're they're not, but they don't look like warriors by any means. So they, they both carry weapons that can defend themselves, but they're they're clearly more on the investigation side. They're not they're not here to do combat. Okay. A lot more trinkets to protect them from evil spirits than weapons to protect them from violence. Got it. All right. All right. So oh, you are, oh. Chimney Witch, are you there? All right. And um, as you say <laughs> that, you see... Chimney Witch, are you there? There's a large fire that shoots out from the chimney itself or from the oven itself. Just kind of shoots out at you. Um why don't everybody go ahead and just give me a quick DC 12 deck save? Oh, crap. Just just a real fast one. Uh um, 22.
3: 17.
2: All right. <laughs> so, two people just brought along now getting like
0: get, like incinerated right this <laughs> <Stop. laughs> They both fell. Um Irina gets a two and then Ez gets a thirteen. Or wait He's no no, Ez, Ez makes it. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't. I did. <laughs> um So So we're gonna roll some damage here for Arena and she's gonna take Oh I just wrote the numbers to 26. that's not right. Um, <laughs> she's gonna take eight points of damage and um, yell pretty loud because she's she's not feeling great. Um, as as the flames popped out as soon as the flames die and you hear arena's scream on the table on that broken dilapidated table you do see a baked good <laughs> All right, what are you guys doing? Um. Oil? Well, is that poisonous by any
1: chance? Um, <laughs> I have something for poison. I think. so... <laughs> no, I mean I have resistance to poison, so I was just oh, going to. <laughs> okay. It's only half damage, then. <laughs> yeah. So,
3: is it a uh, poisonous like a gas
1: or? I. That's no, well... cake. <laughs> oh, poisonous Pakes, cake. Good. Got yeah, it. Cake. Well, thank you kindly, madam, for this delicious treat. All right, and then you're gonna. And then I don't, I, well, I'm kind of like waiting to see if the hand comes back out and does a thumbs up or something. I don't know. Just <laughs> if there's a response. See, there's I not. told you.
3: For witches, give people sweets. Indeed, you did, Riley.
2: Why, why Riley don't you have a? you a... <laughs> have a slice, Riley. I'm sure it's a gift that's been given to you.
3: I, I would love a slice of cake. Um, yeah,
2: cake's my favorite. I, I, I hope it's chocolate. Uh, going up as well, so if the does come back in, I should be away from it.
3: <laughs> and, and, and Riley will will walk up and um yeah get themselves a get themselves a slice of cake. It is like really good. It's a really good piece of cake. Oh, this this is this is really good. Like this is this is awesome. I knew Makes this witch wouldn't that. let me down. And, and you hear the witch
0: say, My baked goods so for everyone. Come on, That's everybody,
3: it. have a slice. Well, thank
0: you kindly, madam. Ah, why not? <laughs> I will. All right. You guys all eat the baked good. As you get to, your, or everybody who eats it, is, is Butters eating it, or is this beneath Butters?
2: Yeah, But But yeah, Butters <laughs> doesn't eat stuff off that sort of table. It just appears on fire. <laughs> <laughs> he, finest chefs. That's right. Okay. So um, the um,
0: uh, as you eat the cake, um, we'll, we'll just. Uh, Pick a, a number real quick. Hey, uh, so Riley, you're gonna be you're gonna be one, and then um, four. You'll be two. Cake shouldn't be involved with rolling. So, <laughs> so two. I rolled a two. So four. You go ahead and you bite into the cake. And then, uh, you know, you, you notice there are little pieces of like like chocolate chips in there that are really good. Um, it'll give you a little bit of resistance on your teeth, but then as your, your teeth sink into them, you're like, man, this is delicious. And then you start to bite into like one little piece of, of, of uh, chocolate chip, but then your teeth crunches and grinds. And you slowly pull a finger bone out of your mouth and realize that was baked into the cake itself. And with that, we'll call the episode.